You're listening to the Flying Goat Farm Podcast with your host, Lisa Check. This podcast is for people who love yarn and fiber and sheep, who love to knit and crochet and maybe even felt. We will be talking about the crossroads between keeping sheep and goats, making yarn, and expressing your colorful self. Hi, everybody. Welcome back from a little bit of a hiatus. Um, It was good to take a little bit of time off and uh, kind of regroup and get ready for season number three, all about creativity. So here's what's happening on the farm. It's early. No, it's not. I was going to say it's early October, but really it's late September Um, and not quite October yet. But the temperatures are feeling so great. It is um, really cool at night um, down into the high 40s. And the days have just been gorgeous. We went to our first in-person fiber festival this weekend. And um, yeah, the weather was gorgeous. Everybody was excited to come out. Everyone was wearing their masks. It felt really pretty safe. Um, so for that, I'm really grateful. And if you came out this last weekend to the Shenandoah show, thank you so much for coming and visiting. I saw some great projects that people were working on. Um, we talked about new projects that people wanted to make. And so it was all in all a great time. And um, right now, the we do have some bucks here that are visiting, and it's getting ready to be breeding season, so they are quite fragrant, um, but that's okay. They're not too close to the house, and the wind is going the other way, so it's... Um, <laughs> It's a little bit of our revenge for the people that live in the, that have built McMansions um, in back of us that are right up on the property line. It's like, "Mm, you get to smell those bucks. Hope you're happy living in the country. Um, So that's kind of funny. That's kind of where we are. So let's get to it. Um, So again, this season is going to be all about creativity and Um, I'm really excited about it because it's something that I've been dealing with a lot since um, a very young age and and feel like I'm just growing into my, you know, growing fully into um, my creativity. And so I wanted to share that with people because um, I think sometimes we get a little bit down on ourselves. Um, So here, let's go. What is creativity? Because um, I think we, again, this is a place where we have some myths and some um, misunderstandings. And really, creativity is creation. It's the act of creation. So it's using your imagination um, or your original ideas to make something unique, something new that hasn't been done before or to do something in a completely new way. Um, it doesn't say anything about being an artist, does it? doesn't say anything about being able to draw or paint. Um, It says using your imagination or your original ideas to make something unique. I have to apologize for my voice. All of a sudden I sound a little bit frog-like. So here's what I believe. I believe that creativity is inside of everyone. There is a drive in us to create. I believe that each of us has something creative to contribute to the world. 
in whatever way. It could be something that is in your work. It could be something that is a hobby. Um, it could be um, something that you, um, there's the way that you look at things. Everyone has something creative to contribute to the world. I totally believe that when you tap into your creativity, it will enhance your life. I know this from personal experience. Um, the more um, I am able to tap into my creative creativity, the more I feel um, like my life is um, bigger and better. And I, I believe we're all works in progress. So for me, that means that, you know, you can grow into grow your creativity. So why am I talking about this right now? Um, and again, I have been researching creativity for myself. And um, a lot of the books that I've been reading talks about, you know, how everybody um, has the ability to create. Everybody has the urge to create. And um, everyone has a need to create. And I think that this is particularly true right now when we're in this weird kind of pandemic flux. And, you know, it's I think we need to take a step and look and see where we're at um, and have something positive to focus on. I know a lot of people use creativity um, to bring the workplace into their home. A lot of people use their creativity to um figure out how to teach their children and work at the same time. Um, so it's something that I think could be built upon where we're sitting right now in 2021. I hear this all the time. Other people are creative, not me. Like you're so creative. I can never be creative. I'm just not an artist. Um, I hear that a lot. And it was something that I thought for a very, very long time as well. Um, one of the books that I was reading was talking about when societies are or were, you know, in the past invested in making as a way of life. So you had to make your teepee or your um, living uh, shelter. You needed to make your clothes. You needed to make the bowls that you would eat out of. You needed to make the utensils that you were going to eat out of. Um, when you were, when the society is invested as in making things, making as a way of life, then everyone of the group, every single person in the group, is seen as creative. They may be creative in different ways. Maybe the person who's making the bowls is not the person that's making the utensils, or the person that's making the clothing is not the person who's making the shelter, um, but everybody has that creativity within them and it, and the society values that and, and sees that that is the way of life. Now in, in, in the, you know, first world countries, we've basically stopped making, you know, we, we go buying, we don't go making, um, you know, someone else makes our house. Thankfully, I don't think I could do that. Um, somebody else makes the bowls. Somebody else makes the clothing. We go out and purchase those things. And so because we are not um, physically involved in making as much anymore, or maybe making nothing anymore, um, we stop seeing ourselves as creative individuals. And 
that's that's something that other people do. That's not something that I do. And that's where it becomes like this something that used to be a skill that everyone had, a trait that everyone had. Now it becomes that other people are doing that. And so then artists kind of become heroes and and to be an artist is more of a mystery. And there's kind of a snobbery around that, um, that artists are held to, you know, a different um a different statue or a different place um, instead of seeing that, well, at one time we were all artists in our own right. We've just given that up. And when, when there, there becomes less and less creativity when the boundaries of what is creative or who can be creative are tightened. So at at each level, if we are tightening the boundaries of what is seen as creative, then then what is creative becomes smaller and smaller and shrinks. And the people that can be creative become uh, smaller and smaller groups of people. And that is just, um, we're we're not valuing ourselves. We're not valuing um, what is part of our human um, condition and part of our traits as human beings. We love to make and we love to make with our minds and with our hands. So here's some myths about creativity. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you will see um, there's checkers. She's sitting in a knitting machine and um, she she looks very creative in that (laughs) in that little photo. It makes me laugh. Um, So here's some myths. Again, only only people who can draw or only people who can paint or only people who can throw a pot on a wheel are called artists. And again, I think that that is um, incorrect i think i do think that that our society is making that a declaration but i think that that's um a false narrative um and so and therefore only artists can be creative and again that's been disproved over and over again um we are all have some innate creativity within us the, another myth is you were born with a talent like that. The talent is not something that you learn being creative or being an artist is not something you learn. It's something that you're born with. And again, that puts it, the, you know, creativity and art being an artist puts that in the realm of like heroes or mystery or only certain people have that because I wasn't born with a talent. So that means that I cannot be creative and I cannot have artistry. And then there's the whole, you know, if you, the whole um, argument is, is craft and art is art better than craft is, you know, we certainly know that, you know, visual arts, painting, uh, photography, painting, drawing, uh, sculpture making, things like that are seen as better than craft. But is it truly better than craft? I would submit that it is not. Um, I think that's a myth because you can have true artistry, whether you're making a pair of uh, beautiful socks or making a picture of some beautiful flowers in a garden. You, you're calling on the same 
creative spirit within you. And so what does creativity do for us? Well, um, I think it's, for me, it does so much. And here's my story about it. I, I was really close to creativity until my 20s because I was brought up that, um, art, that I was not an artist. Um, my parents told me time and time again that I couldn't draw. I would never draw. Um, so if I couldn't draw, then I wouldn't be an artist. And um, even though I was expressing myself through some pretty um, deep poetry in high school that I still have, and I still think, wow, who was that person that wrote those poems? Um, but I was still pretty closed off because I didn't see even you know writing or poetry making as um, creativity at that time. Um, but then in my 20s, I found a way to express myself through photography. A friend and I took a photo photography class and um, the instructor gave us so many interesting um, assignments. And I just, uh, my creativity just started to bloom and blossom all the way um, because I could, now I saw myself as, wow, I saw myself as an artist because I could still express myself visually, but I didn't have to draw and I didn't have to paint, but I could get the same feelings and um, express the same feelings through the, through the art of photography. Um, and it just, and it has grown since then um, through quilting and dyeing and weaving um, and being able to express the ideas that I have or um, express the joy and the colors and things like that. Um, it has really grown within me. And I know that when I am in the creative zone, like I, it is all joy and lightness around me. I'm, you know, you get into the flow that people talk about. Um, the lightness gives me kind of a euphoric feeling that I want to continue. And, um, and I also think that the more creative acts that I complete, the more creative acts I try. So creativity begets more creativity. Um, and I also know that making, the art of making, the act of making, connects us to our world and to people and to our community. For sure, that's pretty evident in what I do because my acts of making, my acts of creativity are going to other people's homes where they are um, using it in, in various ways with their creativity. So it is connecting, my making is connecting myself to the people that are using my yarn and roving and, you know, it, uh, hand dyed fabrics and things like that. So I do believe that you can grow your creativity. It's not innate. It's not inborn. It is learned. Um, it is something that you need to practice. And doing making it a daily practice is something that I think enhances, at least enhances my life. And I think that it, would, it will enhance everybody's life to just take small steps and to do more noticing about when you are being creative. So a daily practice to do it, taking small steps. If you're going on a walk, you can take photographs. 
Um, you can collect items, then maybe you make them into like a little assemblage or a collage of feathers and interesting leaf shapes and beautiful fall colors and those kind of things. And as you are looking and noticing your world and thinking about the act of creation, it is, again, going to bring you that euphoric feeling that I was talking about. And I do think it is important to keep a journal. Um, I, I haven't been doing this, but I fully intend to do this um, along with you. If you're willing to take this ride with me this season on creativity, um, you know, it, it's your kind is your journal. You can have whatever kind of journal that you want. It doesn't have if you don't like to write you can make lists or you can put in photos or like I said, you can put in your collected feathers or leaves. Um, it can be something that is um, paper or it could be something that is digital even. It doesn't even have to be something that is actually a physical uh, place. You know, it could be living on your hard drive. So in each episode in this season, I'm going to give you some short exercises to work on in order for you to grow your creative self and to become aware of your creative self that's already inside of you, like we've been talking about. Um, and I think, like I was just saying, I think it's important to document your journey through photos or words or collages or poems or lists or whatever, in whatever way that makes you happy. And it can be an actual book or it can be digital. Um, it's something that should be easy for you. And it should be something, my vision of this is um, to then look back and see the progress and see the growth and to be able to have something to celebrate um, in the future and have this be part as of a daily practice that brings you closer to enhancing your true inner identity as a creative force in your life. So here's your first creative exercise, and I'm calling it Ways to Art. Um, and this was suggested to me by a mentor that to write all, out all the different ways that you art. And yes, use it as a verb. Um, and if you've noticed a lot of vocabulary that uses art that is, you know, really in places that you wouldn't ex expect artists to be, for instance, the healing arts or the medical arts, culinary arts, the decorative arts, the visual arts, the literary arts, the textile arts. But think about ways that you use your imagination or your innovation or your inventiveness throughout the day. And you'd be surprised at all the ways you're creative each and every day. You can write them, draw them, photograph them, somehow document them way, the ways in which you art. Um, I know, you know, creative problem solving. What are some of the ways that you creatively solve things that are happening in your life? Maybe it's the way that you make um, lunches for people or the way maybe you artistically um, iron because you love to iron, not that anybody should actually iron, but there are people that do like to iron, but maybe you are creatively ironing 
I don't know, cloth napkins beautifully in a new and different way, you know, really stretch your mind out and um, think about all the ways that you are using your imagination or or some innovation or some inventiveness throughout your day. And don't just think about, you know, your home lifetime, but also think about ways in which you art in your job or in your career. And keep adding to the list. So, you know, if you get to the bottom of a page, leave the next page blank. Um, and so that you can keep adding as idea, new ideas pop up or new things pop up where you say, wow, I really creatively managed that carpool uh, situation today. So, you know, the art of the carpool or, you know, there's so many different things that we do that we don't acknowledge that are creative And I believe that when we start acknowledging and noticing these things that are coming from ourselves, we can start to fully embrace um, who we are and what we're about. So until next time, um, I'd love to hear about your creative arting exercise. You can always leave a comment on on the podcast. You can leave a comment on the YouTube Now you can even leave a voicemail on the Anchor website, which is where my podcast lives. Of course, you can listen to this podcast um, on iTunes or Spotify or any of the other services that where you pick up your podcast. And um, I'd love to hear what you're doing. I'd love to see your list. Um, And I hope that this um, starts to open up your mind to totally realizing that you are a creative human being. So until I see you in person or virtually or here on the podcast again, happy making. Well, that's this episode of the Flying Goat Farm podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider leaving a review. Have a question you'd like me to answer? Send an email to goatherd at flyinggoatfarm.com. And to see our farm and yarn and roving, check out our website at flyinggoatfarm.com. Follow me at Flying Goat Farm on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm Goat Herd on Ravelry. Until next time, happy making.